This program is brought to you by W. W. Norton and Company, publishers of Poetry Unbound by Patrick Otuma. Now in paperback and featuring immersive reflections on 50 powerful poems. We hope you enjoy today's offering for Poem a Day, unarchived from the public domain and presented by the Academy of American Poets. The Author's Picture by Thomas Blacklock While in my matchless graces wrapped I stand and touch each feature with a trembling hand, Dean, lovely self, with art in nature's pride, to mix the colors and the pencil guide. Self is the grand pursuit of half mankind. How vast a crowd by self, like me, are blind. By self, the fop, and magic colors shone, though, scorned by every eye, delights his own. When age and wrinkles seize the conquering maid, self, not the glass, reflects the flattering shade. Then, wonder-working self, begin the lay, thy charms to others, as to me, display. Straight is my person, but of little size, lean are my cheeks, and hollow are my eyes. My youthful down is, like my talents, rare. Politely distant stands each single hair. My voice, too rough to charm a lady's ear, so smooth a child may listen without fear. Not formed in cadence soft and warbling lays To soothe the fairest through pleasure's wanton ways. My form so fine, so regular, so new. My port so manly, and so fresh my hue. Oft, as I meet the crowd, they laughing say, See, see memento mori cross the way. The ravished proserpine at last, we know, Grew fondly jealous of her sable bow. But, Thanks to nature, none from me need fly. One heart the devil could wound, so cannot I. Yet, though my person fearless may be seen, there is some danger in my graceful mien. For, as some vessel tossed by wind and tide, bounds o'er the waves and rocks from side to side, in just vibration thus I always move. This who can view and not be forced to love. Hail, charming self, by whose propitious aid my form in all its glory stands displayed. Be present still, with inspiration kind, let the same faithful colors paint the mind. Like all mankind, with vanity I'm blessed, conscious of wit I never yet possessed. To strong desires my heart an easy prey, oft feels their force, but never owns their sway. This hour, perhaps, as death I hate my foe, the next I wonder why I should do so. Though poor, the rich I view with careless eye, scorn a vain oath, and hate a serious lie. I ne'er, for satire, torture common sense, nor show my wit at God's, nor man's expense. Harmless I live, unknowing and unknown, wish well to all, and yet do good to none. Unmerited contempt I hate to bear, 
yet on my faults, like others, am severe. Dishonest flames my bosom never fire. The bad I pity, and the good admire. Fond of the muse, to her devote my days, and scribble, not for pudding, but for praise. These careless lines, if any virgin hears, perhaps, and pity to my joyless years, she may consent the generous flame to own, and I no longer sigh the nights alone. But should the fair, affected, vain or nice, scream with the fears inspired by frogs or mice, cry, save us, heaven, a spectre, not a man, her heart-shorn snatch, or interpose her fan, if I my tender overture repeat, oh, may my vows her kind reception meet, may she new graces on my form bestow, and, with tall honors, dignify my brow. About this poem. Whole books should be written about this one poem. But for now, let us ask, why would the speaker tremble to touch himself? What I call distantism, the privileging of the distant senses of hearing and vision, is not merely the regulation of social distance, but goes beyond it in keeping us physically apart. Distantism intends to atomize us, to wrap us in tidy individual packets. It can separate us from ourselves. Yet Thomas Blacklock boldly offers his body, trembling hands notwithstanding. He achieves in the author's picture an exquisite equilibrium, equatorial in its wobbling sway. By turns self-deprecating and self-celebratory, Blacklock tackles his task with a joyous impudence. My youthful down is, like my talents, rare, the speaker jokes. Politely distant stands each single hair. As wonderfully engaged with his own body as the speaker is, he is rightly not very interested in it. Interested, yes, but not very. There is so much more that makes a meaningful picture. The speaker constantly fumbles his way out of the skin-encased body. One needs a world, a way to move, a geography, so that what we have isn't a body, but, to use the philosopher Aaron Manning's terms, a bodying, and not a world, but a worlding. Poem A Day is the original daily poetry series featuring new poems by today's poets. Produced by the Academy of American Poets, this free digital series is made possible by you, our readers and listeners. Learn more about Poem A Day, and if you can, please consider supporting this work by visiting poets.org give.